I'm Chloe Potter, and this is Vision Vibes, the podcast that hopes to give you inspiration and tools to live a more satisfying life. This story was originally broadcast on television as part of the interview series Direct Talk. If you enjoy listening, you can head to the NHK World website to watch. You'll find interviews with people from all walks of life. Social connection is so important to human beings. Unsurprisingly, connection is one of the key ingredients found in all of the world's blue zones. Those are the areas where people live the longest and healthiest lives. But finding fulfilling social connection can be a challenge in modern life. In busy cities, anonymity can often be the norm. And following all that isolation during the pandemic, many of us are finding it harder to connect in person. It's not easy to find the mentors, the cheerleaders, and the emotional and practical support that we all need to thrive. Today's interviewee, activist and influencer Deja Fox, found herself alone in New York when she started college, without any strong connections around her. She took the matter into her own hands, and created a digital community that ticked all the boxes. Gen Z Girl Gang helps young women to connect with and support each other on a daily basis. It's already changing thousands of lives. They've created a space where they can share the minutiae of life. But they also help in practical ways, sharing know-how and helping to find each other jobs. And they link up older college students with curious high schoolers, providing them with role models, but also a real person they can turn to for advice along the way. The group also encourages its members to be politically engaged, to be confident that their opinions and feelings and experiences matter and ought to be part of the political picture, that they have a right to shape the policies that will impact their futures. Here's narrator Gino Tani. Enjoy listening to Deja and her story, and I'll meet you on the other side. Fox is an influencer among her Generation Z. When she was 16, she fought for female reproductive rights against a senator. The coverage led to millions of views. In 2019, she formed Gen Z Girl Gang, making a refuge for isolated youths to communicate and talk about issues they face. GGG also provides opportunities to some of the most vulnerable youths in society. Fox also leads her network of youths to have more real-life interactions to solve issues as the world exits COVID-19. Her Generation Z is speaking up. She tells us more about her agenda. We're going to be dealing with the effects of this pandemic for a very long time. I know for me, when I came in, I was 19 years old. I'm 22 now. And I missed out on some really important time for networking, right? As someone who doesn't have a parent to pull the strings, uh, this is a really important time to build that community and that network. And so with the knowledge that our 20s has a lot of movement um, and that oftentimes uh, loneliness 
you know, I moved here from Tucson, Arizona. And I didn't know anyone in New York City. And when I looked around my campus, I didn't really feel in community with the people who lived down my hall, right? And so for me, I started to rethink what is community. If it's no longer the people that live around me, then who is it? Uh, and for me, it was the other women I was connecting with online. Um, and so it was through those sort of organic connections where I realized that my community was being built um, digitally that Gen Z Girl Gang was born. The pandemic was a major blow to the young generation. Many suffered from loneliness during the isolation as they only interacted by remote. Fox's Gen Z girl gang served as a respite for her generation. 15,000 participate on the platform. It became a haven for youths from all over the U.S. who have had a hard time finding a place to belong. I kind of want to show the whole group this. I bought this stool. I love that. I love it. On this day, participants, including the management team, were working on strategies to expand the network's activities. Um, added some demographic stuff, so if they want to opt in, they can meet other people in their state or their city, so we can create our map. Yeah. The focus was on how they could support individuals facing financial difficulties and minorities. Online seminars on how to write resumes, find work, or look for other social activities are being held. A lot of those platforms are sort of top-down, right? They assume the position of an expert and they share information, hopefully good and well-checked. A Gen Z girl gang, it's not owned by any one person. We have a non-hierarchical leadership structure. And so in so many ways, it is owned by each and every member of the community. We have something that I think is pretty innovative, which is DM group chats, where we have community members who come together and they send opportunities they see in their feed, whether it be an internship or a job opportunity or an opportunity for a casting. They send them into these group chats and then we amplify them each week on our story so that everyone has access to them, right? Gen Z Girl Gang has never been about the likes or the follows and that comes from my own personal philosophy of social media that every relationship online, every follow um, can be transformed into action uh, and connection. So it's so much more than about likes or follows or engagement. It's really about experimenting with how we use social media as a community building tool. As the world comes out of the pandemic, Fox is planning more face-to-face -face activities and real-life networking. She grew up in Arizona, and the roots of her activities started when she was 15. She was brought up by a single mother, but due to issues of substance abuse, she ended up homeless, moving from place to place. It was through various support groups she was able to get by. Youth on Their Own is a nonprofit in my hometown which supports homeless youth. But they also showed up for me in really tangible ways with monthly stipends. You know, the $140 I would get every month 
to me translated to 14 minimum wage hours. I didn't have to work at the gas station. And so they showed up for me financially. They showed up for me with resources like food from their pantry or clothes from their clothing closet. But I didn't get reelected to student council. And I didn't make the volleyball team after having been on it freshman year. The coach told me I didn't have a good attitude. I had a bad attitude, which right made sense given my living situation and the sort of tumultuous things going on at home. But it was outside of school in this Planned Parenthood um, advocacy group that I found my leadership because a woman, Melissa Garcia, a Planned Parenthood organizer, saw my potential as a leader. Melissa went the extra mile for me. Are you coming to this training? Are you coming to this? And sometimes I would say, no, I can't make it. And so she would pick me up and she would take me. And she was so formative, not only in my ability to learn how to tell my story and see my own leadership. Planned Parenthood is a nonprofit organization providing sexual health care. Youths who face financial difficulties are often not given adequate sexual education or access to birth control, leading many to unwanted pregnancies. Planned Parenthood is funded by the government and bridges the gap by giving free contraceptives and birth control pills. However, in 2017, a conservative group began stating that supporting the nonprofit should be ended. Fox confronted her senator at a town hall, saying that this movement would impact the underprivileged. When I stood up to Jeff Flake, I had already had a really strong background in telling my story. He had just voted to strike down to funding through which I, at 16, received birth control at no cost to me, with no parents, no insurance, and no money. And it is the kind of impact that's hard to measure when someone has access to birth control and they graduate high school, right? Uh, Or they're the first in their family to go on to college. But... And Jeff Flake had just voted to, uh, uh, to strip that funding of Planned Parenthood. Um, and so I went and I asked him the question, which was on my mind, about why he, as a rich, middle-aged white man, was making these decisions about me and my body. And he told me that he supports policies that support the American dream. And I was like... My American dream. What about my American dream? And so I pressed him a little harder and I asked, you know, if Planned Parenthood and birth control access is helping me to be successful and reach for higher education, why would you deny me the American dream? And he sort of fumbled through his response and told me, thank you. And I said, no, thank you. And I woke up the next morning to millions of views. uh, And in that moment, my life had completely changed. But I also saw in that moment how social media and storytelling could put me on an even platform with the U.S. Senator. That people like me who have so often been denied a place in politics or even in the news uh, had broken right into the front because of the power of my story and the connection to those people who had watched. With Fox's newfound fame, she started the El Rio Reproductive Health Access Project. 
It's a grant-funded project that gives youths in Tucson, Arizona, access to free contraceptives and birth control pills. It also offers comprehensive sex education, along with tests for infectious diseases for no charge. Today, they serve more than 17,000 youths. Fox was recognized for her hard work, and it led to a scholarship at Columbia University. She focused on both her studies and on expanding her social network. Her posts continue to attract a large following among her generation, making her a major influencer. But Fox decided to take her sophomore year off from college. It's because she joined Kamala Harris's For the People campaign full time as a member of a digital team that explores how to mobilize the young community. My boss said something to me, which just will always stick with me. And he said that each of us was chosen to be here because of our perspective. It was in that moment that I realized that those experiences, having grown up in a household、uh, that experienced poverty, having been homeless,、uh, having created a digital community, having been a first-generation college student, that all of those things、uh, weren't baggage. What I learned from that campaign. Uh, was that my perspective is my power? That was incredibly important, not only in my experience there, but for why I chose Kamala Harris. Right? Her and I are both Asian American, first generation, raised by single moms,、um, and I see myself represented in her in a way that I've never seen myself in a in an elected official, especially not one going to the White House. Today, we did, and like I said, I see myself. Fox says it's important to face problems rather than turn away from them. When she returned to college after the 2020 elections, she continued to call on students to vote and raise their voices on social issues. She became one of the core members to protest against a May 2022 initial draft majority opinion of the Supreme Court to strike down a woman's right to an abortion. She is calling on her community to join her opposition. I know that now more than ever we need an intergenerational approach. That the women who have been marching for decades will be marching alongside me. And whether you have never marched a day in your life,、uh, we're calling on you to be out there too. I also know that the fight ahead is one of community building, is one of creating those connections and compiling resources. Fox was part of the 2022 Women of Vision Awards, winning the "Free to Be You and Me" category as a leader, an activist, and an influencer. There are so many young people who I know from my hometown who are so smart and so talented and so creative who have simply not had access to opportunity because we know that talent is distributed equally, but opportunity is not.、Um, and so, I do I do what I do in terms of creating and sharing opportunities、uh, because others have done it for me, right? Fox shared us her big future dream. I think I had wanted to be president long before this, but I didn't get the most positive responses.、Uh, 
And I think that that's true of a lot of young girls out there, that they have big dreams that are often squashed, that they're made to feel small or told that they can't do it. And I know that that was true of me too. Only recently uh, did I kind of step back into that power and say, not only do I want to be president, but I plan to be. I plan to run and I plan to win. Fox left us with these words. You are an expert in your own experience. And that that is where I derive my expertise. Not from a university, not from fancy titles. Who I am and the way that I've lived and the stories and communities I bring into the room with me are what make me qualified to do what I do. Talent is distributed equally, but opportunity is not. Deja is right, of course, and she's made me consider how much impact we can all have by being a support to someone younger. Deja's friend and mentor, Melissa, is a big part of her story, and the time and energy Melissa put in when Deja was a teenager was clearly so influential. If every one of us chose to be there for a younger person, the impact could be huge. I wonder, can you be that valuable mentor to someone in your community? That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. You can find the transcript as well as our other stories on the NHK World website. I'm Chloe Potter. Join us next time for more mind-expanding insights from inspiring people on Vision Vibes. <laughs>